Welcome to the Law of Worlds podcast. My name is Connor and I'm here with Brian. This is a collaboration project where we build a world together. Each episode focusing on a different topic of that world. Hello, uh, welcome to episode 19 of the Lord of Wars podcast. Uh, yes, yeah, so this week we are we are kind of getting straight into it. Um, uh, we're going to go, as, as we said before, we're doing another event. Uh, we are going to both, you know, suggest one that we've been thinking about in the meantime and then talk about it. Um, if my, my voice sounds a bit weird, I do have a bit of a cold at the moment, so... Apologies for that, but otherwise, thank you very much. Uh, so, my suggestion is um, because I wanted to talk about them. So, the fallen bedlay they landed before the, the the most of the bedlay, right? Yes, and they are technically undead, right? They have a consciousness. They're not like what people are used to with other mediums of undead. They have a consciousness and all that jazz, but they are technically undead. Uh, and I think we can still f- fit this into the timeline after the rest of the bed lay arrive, but I think after a while they will want to leave the lands that they landed in, if it makes sense. Uh, but I think there's a bit of a pushback because they're undead. And so I think I imagine the environment that they settle in seems to wither and die. And so a lot of other quote-unquote living creatures don't like them being around so there's a massive you know pushback from either wildlife or just any other inhabitants they come across pretty much so the better lay start nomad if fallen better lay start nomading yeah like exodus it's what i call the mass exodus what's your suggestion so i was i had something a bit more simple like i was like just just considering how at any given location there will always be someone who has a very greed-driven story and I just thought of the potential of um, a greed-driven character who basically goes through what I think Earth history did long, long time ago wanting to pretty much sacrifice everything in the attempt to try and find a way to turn other materials into gold. So so the the greed driven character can be anything. Like that that's kind of why I left it very open ended. It can be anything from like an um a um like a, 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 a an isolated hermit or an alchemist apprentice or even a, a king uh, any any given level but a very greed-driven person who who strives for uh, finding a way of turning material into gold. And since th- this would have been sparked by the arrival of the Bedele, who starts teaching about new magic and, and all kinds of other different magic schools. So basically it would be like, you know, trying to, to find a way to, to, in air quotes, perfect transmutation so you can make gold. Um, and again, in this... In, in the time of of the entry of the Bedelay, I don't think that they will they would they would they would might have known that that some metals are more or higher valued, more rare. Um, 
might already have a little bit of prestige to it the, the gold can also be another metal honestly i don't really mind um but yeah then there's the character being like sacrificing everything and, and plotting a potential path for how this could come to be what could be uh what could become the 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 falls uh the ups and downs of this character sacrificing on the way to maybe even failing in finding the the transmutation of gold I, I like that. I, there, there was a lot of questions that sparked my mind. Um, obviously, we do have the default we can go back to, which is the one that we didn't pick last week, which was the, the old idea of the the treachery or the kind of the jealous bed lay is what I, we could call it, you know. Um, what are you feeling? Uh, I, I don't mind either. There, there's definitely questions that come to mind with all, all three of them. I'd probably have you lead again a bit on if we were to do the uh, treachery one. Um, I, I honestly, when you when you mentioned the the better lane nomading, I thought about um, because I I do like um, the concept and also just the word blight and the fact that that you mentioned that wherever they settle, it seems like other material or animals or or um, other other effects start to wither and die. I do like that, and then have it be a blight because for me at this point at least it's like, can it be cured, or are they just gonna be a plague wandering around, and are they gonna be killed? Is there a way to cure it that only works if you kill them, like burn them? Can you kill them? So uh, yeah, I I do like the fallen better lay nomading because it's it it it's also something very open ended. We can basically take it to any population which i like yeah i i think it's also an avenue for me at least to talk about the fallen bed lay a bit more and yes. and kind of delve into them i think you know what we'll, 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 we'll since we're not necessarily pressed for time but yeah i think we should go for that one the mass exodus it is yes um and so i guess to begin with i will kind of briefly go back over what the fallen bed lay are just so we're both on this so we know as a touchstone like obviously i think there was a original group of bed lay that worked for um uh a, no no what was her name what is the goddess's name <laughs> for oras right the fr- frozen pillar eclipse of time and siphon of the safe um who wanted to leave her service and so they they developed this this idea to make themselves mortal they failed uh, and and then later bedley that tried this or later uh later of the uh avishi as we, we're calling them that that tried this actually perfected the process and then they became the bedley that we know today but the ones that failed or the ones that were the quote-unquote pioneers of this process became the fallen bedlay. Uh, unlike normal bedlay, they lose all of their memory of who they were. Essentially, they don't necessarily... I don't think they would necessarily lose all their capacity for power, but they wouldn't know how to wield that power anyway. So essentially, they lose all their power as well. Um, and they are essentially undead. Uh, they are born undead, and unlike traditional undead, they have a lifespan or they have a, an expiration date. You know, they might live, they might be undead or undeath for fifty to eighty years, and then then they collapse. 
Um, and then the further process is, you know, if you're if they're if these fallen bedlay are brought back after death with necromancy, uh, then they become uh, immortally living. They li- they live immortally. The the process works opposite. So yeah, I imagine from where we could start is the fact that they arrive. I imagine a lot of them arrive all at once, but all of them have failed simultaneously. So it's just a big pile of of these Avishi who failed their process and just arrive, and they just they're almost like babies. Like they they have no idea what what the world around them is. They have no memory. They're obviously fully formed. They they have functional, you know, hands, limbs, feet, eyes, but they're just in this place. They don't know why they're they're there, what's going on. And I think that's partly why the Exodus would come much much later from their arrival. So because I have an initial question that I I didn't yeah. know where else to fit in. But since we are talking fallen Bedele, I think this is a good place to start it. Yeah, would these fallen Bedele for you at least, be since they have an expiration date, they might actually know of the fact that they are going weaker. Would they be an entry way for folklore uh, creatures? Like, would a fallen Bedelay potentially be able to be a vampire to find a way to expand this undead? They are still mortal, but they can expand it by siphoning life from others, from living things. So they kind of reverse. They kind of reverse the. the, the, So say they have some so and so many undead years, and as they wind down, they can suck life from living things to rewind those as one again. That was that was just one example. Another example would be like um, the the notorious um, like like a lich or a necromancer or something like that. Would that be? um, Because I'm thinking if if we're talking about undeads existing. For, inst- for as, as a whole, I don't think that these Bedelays would be just potentially ghouls. I'm, I'm thinking they will be more, yeah, no, more than ghouls. They're not. They're not evil. They are. They like obviously we, we there's there's that that dangerous territory where you start using the word necromancy and people immediately associate that with an evil act, right? I think I want to very quickly squash. These are not evil things. Um, Although undead or or necromancy in other mediums may be considered evil, and it may become considered an evil thing in this universe, these creatures aren't created through malice or any but, like but weird imagine, magic. I, I'm I'm not I'm, I don't I don't want to like label them evil because yeah, yeah. I agree with your statement on that. Uh, I'm just saying, imagine the imagine the the mind story or development of character as they come down to live on um, on on Eflin uh, and then they they then find out that I'm actually slowly withering holy hell what do I do yeah. they've lived as as Oheni forever and ever and ever for a very long time not really yeah. noticing the passing of time and now they go like my body is withering and by a long shot they find out but I can endure by killing others and eventually yeah. finding out like well, am I evil, or do I just want to try and live longer? So, so I, th- that whole character development of of, of how the, that can go, I think, I think that will be very interesting. Not that that's where we have to go with this, because we're sticking with the nomad thing. I'm just 
the core of my question is, are the Bedelay a potential entry point for a multitude of um, of, of fables, so to say? So so could one of these Bedelays and, and this, what you're talking about, the withering around them, could that actually be because they're turning other humanoids into undead like so so they have a, a yeah an an innate blight aura around them causing a uh, necromancy so yeah i think it, i it, think the way that i i've perceived it is that they don't need they are undead right a lot of the traditional tropes for undead apply to them for instance i imagine they don't need to eat or sleep but the way that they sustain themselves is by like it's not like a an active thing they don't turn it on and off but it's like a it's like an aura of radiation around them which yeah. essentially absorbs life to sustain their body like their sustenance is life yeah right and that's why if they went into a field of grain everything would die around them as they walk through that field you know they they you know if something you know things will decay rapidly around them dead bodies would decay you know, like things won't grow around them. It's partly why this event will be such a massive thing. Because if they move into a land of of creatures who you know have cattle, for instance, or they 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 also survive on life, uh, they will they'll be in direct competition because you know these things don't eat the the things they kill. They just stand around them essentially. Uh, so you know, creatures that need to feast on this sustenance would, you know, would would it'd be a, a massive negative for them because it wouldn't wouldn't go back into the the cycle of life if that makes sense. It wouldn't go into the ecology. It'd just be well, except for the ground, you know, the plants around it. It would be just lost matter. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a massive negative for life as a whole with the fact that. Because obviously, yes, the the bodies will rot and and dissolve into the ground, but if nothing can continue to live up beyond that point, then the there's no plants that will, you know, benefit from that nutrients. So, yeah. And I imagine, yes, I imagine as they become more aware of themselves and more uh, intelligent, because they have the capacity for it, uh, that then yeah, there will be methods where they're like, wait we already emit this aura how do we channel it so that we can not just survive but maybe flourish even and so yes i i, I do like the idea that, that vampirism could come from that uh but then i guess also maybe they would uh study themselves and try and work out what they were as you know i imagine like I said, they do have the capacity for intelligence, so they might work out that they aren't the same as everything else. Everything else eats and sleeps, but we don't. Why is that? And so they'll study themselves, and I think that could be an avenue for where they understand or develop uh, early necromancy for themselves. And then when they test it on themselves, that is when they would realize that they are truly different in the fact that the when they are when they die and are reborn with necromancy they become living creatures that need food and water and you know all these other things that they have never needed before so yeah it'll be a massive massive journey for them
as a race working out who who and where they belong okay so i just noted so far at least that they they um they're not inherently evil they um put material and life around them wither and become desolate um so okay do you want to go to the map and find a location where you thought think that they would have like yeah i don't really know where they 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 all landed in the far uh west i wouldn't say they all all landed there i would say that they 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 kind of you know found each other and they they were drawn to each other's energy because yeah so so by that a lot of single strays of of this withering or maybe the withering didn't start until they had themselves withered for a short period of time so when they all arrived there they were like wait what's going on and most of them like say say 90 percent or something of some of them 95 percent of them maybe would have gone to the same location it's more I find it a little random if all of the ones who are eventually going to be problematic and start nomading happen to randomly, coincidentally land in the same place. So I think they would have landed sporadically yeah. and then just be drawn to each other's energy and then gather up because what do we do now? Uh, my, ma- my only thing is that I imagine if they didn't, if, if some of them didn't all land around the same place, I imagine the stragglers would have just been killed off whether they met a spa or an or an ARS or a veteran or just a wild animal that you know because i imagine like it's like when uh it's like when you know, animals have this instinct for when things are going wrong and they just sense you know you know it's, it's like it's like imagine seeing a walking like rotting corpse like most animals know to avoid rotting corpses because they know it's it's foul and bad but, but so what I i'm saying is it's just they're, they're to be attacked again we're, we're going off the presumption that they they come from a normal fully functioning working body and are born into undead which means they will decay within their this is how long you can live so yeah i, I would presume none of them are res- like born fallen better lay straight up as a skeleton no, no, they 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 are these like. So that's what I mean. Like, if if their yeah, body yeah. functions upon their rebirth, in air quotes, if their body functions at that point, they would just beyond being being a little, or besides being a little bit weird and looking a little bit different, they would not necessarily have the um, the the blight yet, if that's what we're going to end up calling it, and they might not necessarily have the whole. Um, they might not necessarily have have the whole, th- um, you know. A decaying corpse walking around yet might be something off about them, you know, something like uh, a, a yellowish or or clouded eye or something that that kind of gives away that something's off about them. But that's just the the withering initial onsets, and as the withering proceeds, like say maybe a year or something. In if you're saying that they can live like fifty to to eighty years or something like that, um, after the withering has processed for a, a little while. That's about the time where I think that they would start, um, um, what do you call it, producing or expelling the blight around them. So yeah. from the time that they arrive, sporadic places, looking quite normal, until they start producing the blight, is when they would have gone like, still have a a sense of where the others are, and let's let's try and meet up and find out what's going to happen with this new situation, you know, because they wanted to yeah, try yeah. to live. They didn't necessarily want to be all about around all the other races down there. They just wanted to live a life. Yeah, but they wouldn't have remembered that. They wouldn't have remembered That's true. why That's they. True. Or they're, they're, yeah, they then, it, just... then it could be like um, what do you call it? Um, flocking birds or something. Um, 
I don't know what you call yeah, yeah. birds birds driving north and south and, uh, with the seasons where they just have an innate feeling that there's something here that I like and and that would be the drive yeah. to bring them together. Yes, like yes, they some all have a magnetism have, to one another. Exactly. Essentially. Some might have died after they landed and not ever ever would have met up with the others. Might just be a uh, a corpse that some uh, necromancer at some point goes like, "Ha ha! I'm gonna resurrect this corpse." Wait, what? You turned alive? That's weird. So, <laughs> I'm thinking that okay, yeah, yeah, there might be some random corpses around, and some people might encounter them. It's just I'm I, I'm just a little bit against the, the the statistically improbable idea that they all land at the same place because they are problematic as a as a bunch. Yeah, yeah, so I, I agree. I'd rather say they land sporadically and then they just they're drive, driven to each other by an instinct instinct. I will say obviously I don't think it's super relevant for our discussion right now, but as I mentioned, there will be a time when all of the initial bedlay that arrived would die. Like as a race, there will be a turning point when they are no longer perceived as undead things, but they will be perceived as living things because the only ones that will, will, will yeah. The only ones that will remain will be the ones that are resurrected because they can't. They are. They are still undead. They cannot reproduce with one another. Hmm. They can't. Maybe they. Maybe they might find some necromancy way to do it, but I don't think it's. It will be if it. If it does ever happen, I don't think it will be common, and their their race as a whole will be known as immortally living. You know. Yeah. Late later on, but anyway, yeah, yes. Um, but yeah, no, I imagine they would, if anything, they would magnetize themselves to somewhere where there's not much conflict uh, amongst live wildlife and the spa. So I imagine to the far west where there's a big mountainous region uh, and it's kind of, you know, it's almost like a peninsula t- for themselves. So since we are looking at the map again, not to take us off topic all the time, but did we name yeah. that area? No, no, we didn't. Should we? Uh, not now. Okay. I'll just yeah. ride the western mountain area. Yeah. And and uh, just as I mentioned, when they do congregate and then do their exodus, um, it sounds strange to say, but their first, like, because I, the, the, I, the idea is I imagine... They would congregate, then a few years, maybe not, maybe like 50 years later, they would all leave. And because I imagine they would have essentially killed the lands that they were were surviving in. And like we said, life is their food source. So they would leave to find, you know, quote unquote, greener pastures. And I imagine if they were in the Western mountain lands, they would encounter the spa first and that would be a massive conflict because the spa not only rely on life for food but they actually obviously like we mentioned they reproduce by siphoning the life force from things yeah uh so the, not only the and also the spa are quite versatile in their their ability to uh be aggressive and kill so they would it would be a massive war essentially is why I think the massive. This is why it's event worthy, is because it would be like, it wouldn't necessarily be as organized as you would expect a war to be, but it would essentially be a war. Yeah, it'd be. So it'd be 
Um, I, I just wrote, yeah. sorry to interrupt you, uh, cut you off on that. Uh, I just wrote down that they um, they were drawn to each other in the area and they noticed, they, they wouldn't have noticed the bright necessarily in the beginning because of it, it's, it's being a relatively desolate area, but they would have killed whatever vegetation would be underneath snow or in sporadic patches. Uh, in the mountains, all wildlife and stray travelers that would come into the area would just be affected and, and basically wither and die. So they would they would kill the area completely. And and after this this period, because without putting an actual timeline, I'm just estimating like, say they all arrive, they spend a year or two finding each other. Another year or two, the blight starts onsetting properly because they started decaying themselves. Um, they might have actually built some huts or houses or whatever, some kind of habitation at least. Um, and now, now they they start withering the area around them. It might be slow at fa- at first, but but eventually it starts escalating. And then another maybe five years down the line or something like that from there would be the time where they they would have pretty much killed the area and they would have themselves have also been affected by the decay to a point where they they kind of start seeing an issue and they would start. Uh, no, uh, wandering away, not necessarily. Again, it, it can be the drive, you know, within them that they they have this innate feeling that now this area is no longer right. Uh, what do we do then? Exactly, uh, and yeah, I imagine they would. They, I think they would expand within their own borders, essentially, just to find any. I think it's also the older they get, quote unquote. Uh, the the stronger the drain is like the older you get the closer to quote unquote their their natural death would would occur the worse their like blight aura would be yeah um, meaning, yeah meaning that, that either they would need more life on a daily day to day or uh you know or they would decay faster yeah so um, potentially potentially their lifespan could be like th- 30 years if if they're not given any food food being life you know yeah i think maybe i imagine like the longest ones so like the people that were able to sustain themselves on a proportionate amount of life for their age i imagine they could probably live up to like maybe like 90 like they could really push it as long as they were getting like (laughs) consistent sources of life yeah and obviously, you know, in larger quantities as they got older. So yeah, how how far are you thinking would be the um, the, the 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 area? I think every everywhere because I think it, we we mentioned when we were making the map that I think no one inhabited those lands. You know, the north was the north kind of middle area was the Aras. The Spa had the south, and the Veteran kind of had the west. And that's why they kind of clashed, not really clashed, but like, that's why they had to find a, a little pocket for themselves. I think the the West little area chunk kind of peninsula was in uninhabited by any of the, the, the other races, if it makes sense. So yeah. I think they would have just expanded out to every corner of that Western peninsula before they decided we can't stay here anymore because we've killed everything that we, we need to eat. Uh, we need to maybe they could have had a, a longer period of time where they kind of tried to find a way to live alongside living things by like doing like a, mo- a nomadic circle where they like stay in an area quote unquote kill it all off move to another area so that 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 area that they were just in can maybe recover 
and maybe yeah. they do like this weird nomadic circle thing where they they kind of try and let the land recover while they're gone but maybe that book so because of the geography of the area i think it would be interesting if they and i don't know if if, if this is too much for you but if you if we do something like uh, they they do something where they call it the great circle or something and they basically loop around the mountain range in a circle so somewhere there's a mountain passage and they just loop around it and and that loop around say it takes a year and that year is basically it's representative of or a a it's a it's a parallel to uh, when when humanity was nomadic because they knew that they were killing all the game in an area so they had to travel around nomadically and if they start like that but eventually they find out that the 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 the, the area is they're overusing the area ever so slightly and that is causing them to eventually have to break the cycle no he's a, he's a, he's a, no they I think this exodus should happen at the beginning of an, of one of the ice ages. Ooh, yes, good, because good point. everything would be dying because yeah. of the ice age, meaning that they wouldn't that their cycle, their circle, they wouldn't be able to recover the life quick enough because yeah. things can't recover naturally, which would also give a decent reason why they would they wouldn't just immediately get wiped out by the spa because the spa would be weak at that point as well. So it would be kind of a fair fight in a lot of ways. Yeah. The spa would be struggling, they would be struggling, and so it would be kind of like a decent fair fight. So I think the the exodus will happen when uh, in a maybe cycle, like yeah. maybe like five years after an ice age happens, and they're like, wait, things aren't coming back quick enough. We need to find new sources of life, and so they would leave, uh, and then the conflict between them and the spa would happen. It would be a massive. It wouldn't be an organized war. It'd just be loads of big battles just dotted around the place yeah so we we haven't listed at least in our timeline yet we haven't listed a um a, a frost era until 40 years after the first fallen battle arrives which i think is okay because that would be the time where they would have gathered up and the aura would have spread significantly and they would have had time to establish the cycle wander around use the land too much frost era occurs and they will go like yeah now we kind of have to uh now we kind of have to find something else. And we do have a good decade of time after the Frost Era before we've listed anything else where we can. And actually, the Spire doesn't have anything in this this time slot. So we can actually... It's I not, mean, hey, we're not look, I'm looking at the timeline. So we've got minus 140 when the first Fallen Bedley arrived. And then no, no, 180 it's, it's is up the until first 140 after the year we initiated the timeline. So it's it's if you look at it's arbitrary zero and then we do zero to ten, ten to twenty, and then it was just up until up until up until. So it's up until, um, or approximately one forty after our arbitrary timeline start, where the first yeah, bedlay yeah. arrive, and then forty after that would be when we have the frost era. Yeah, and I think that would be the exodus. Yeah, I, I like it. One eighty would be like the it. exodus. So uh, if we write. I'm just checking a So they, they spent forty years doing this cycle. Can you see live when I type? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The blight war. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was it's it's nice because it fits that they will be preoccupied with this at the time. And yeah, I think it I think it's funny because again this is this will be the time where again we we we've noticed that because um, this is shortly after the migration occurs back. So the the spas will uh, not 
be uh, be be touring much or chasing much after the the veterans at this time because they have kind of the blight war engaging on them. I think the 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 conclusion of the blight war will be, um, like I imagine they would retreat back into the lands, bringing anything living they could with them. Like I don't know how how we could picture this. Maybe they drag living creatures back into their lands or like just rip up trees and or they, know, maybe, they I, I was just thinking because if we're gonna allow them to be the the the, the spawning point or the in uh, the instigation point of other uh, fable fable creatures what if they find a way to just because things that die within the blight they find out that they they, they are not dead they're just their shell is just um exhausted so they find a way to to resurrect them, and they become ghoul, basically, you know, infinitely living in undead, which becomes a somewhat source for them to constantly continue to wither them. So they can go back having a, like a bunch of ghouls to to basically feast on or something like that. And now they found they, they so during this blight war, they found a new way, which is going to cause problems later down the line uh, for the rest of the world. But they found a way where they can sustain themselves without having to constantly seek something. They'll just have like, yeah, I, I can I can live in this um in this crypt full of ghoul and I I, I, I won't have to move anywhere. So okay. So basically, when Connor has a has a long pause like this, it's because he doesn't <laughs> like the idea. He just he's just super polite to say so. Because I'm thinking. So their necromancy, they would maybe, I imagine, like maybe resurrect come out of the spa that they've been fighting, right? But then no, why I was, would no, that? I was, I was thinking that they would resurrect humanoids from the rest of the world, not each other, because they they don't know how to do that yet. It's a bit more tricky to resurrect resurrect a better late than it is to resurrect uh, spas or yeah. So humanoid. like, so what other humanoids would they resurrect if their war would mostly happen against the spa? Oh yeah, yeah. If, I don't know why I thought you said the spark, but yeah, the spa. All right. So they would resurrect yeah. the spa, and maybe maybe the spa at this point has a few. Um, but they, then, wouldn't the things that they resurrect just become undead and have no life for them to absorb from? They would just become undead like them. Well, there there has to be something, and and this is kind of the thing because if we're if we're going off, if you get resurrected from a normal humanoid into undead, you then become basically timeless. You you might yeah. decay, but you will continue to exist, because yeah, yeah. m- maybe there's some some sort of like your your life essence is just stuck. That's basically what it does. But then your the whole energy of suja will be stuck because your body will your body might decay, but your or or your mind decays if you're gonna go off the mindless ghoul eventually. Um, so the one of the three has been been completely shattered. And one of the, the another of the three will then be decaying, and the last one is then the residual that's just stuck. So if you say the soul is 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 siphoned, the mind is decaying, and the body is stuck. So you, your mind will completely disappear, and your body is just it's it will be affected by time, but it's not actually alive. It's it's just there. So what if it's what if it's because obviously uh, Jabir is the mind magic, right? So what if it's Hikma. when you get resurrected, it takes your remaining Jabir as like a fuel source. Jabir to... soul. Okay, which one's mine? Is it Hikma? Hikma. You have so a yeah, maybe source it map. takes Hikma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It, maybe it takes Hikma 
as like a fuel source to power the rest of your body. So that's why you become a mindless creature because your mind is being used to fuel your body. Yeah. But then again, so so when resurrected, the 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 slow decay into being a mindless ghoul, that siphoning of hikma through like or that that channel uh, channeling of hikma into suja is what makes the the fallen bedlay able to siphon off of their own ghouls. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I I don't quite get it. I will will admit, but I will trust you and and just agree with it for now. I was just thinking of it as a way, you know, to. Uh, and it, it, without or hoping to not infringe too much on other established thing, but like a, like a lich collecting the the undead or the zombies around them, mm. basically because you know I have an army, I feel good about it, and then just bringing some other aspect into it since we do have the Bedlay having the blight, and and then just the 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 zombies are just slowly decaying because they're in the blight. So so if you resurrect something into a normal undead life. They will decay, but very slow, where because they're in the blight, they will decay significantly faster. Yeah, and so, yes, they become a, not a an infinite, but a, a more consistent source of life. Yeah. Doesn't just... And every now and every now quote, then quote, there might die. be a there might be a short campaign or something or some of the some of the raiding parties from the spas accidentally go a little bit closer to a, a cave in the areas and they get they get captured by someone who then ghoulify them and and then they uh, do, we, do we want to clarify because that so when does their blight aura does it uh, does it feed on life or does it feed on suja or are they synonymous with one another i would say that it would because be suja is body right yeah it's so not I'd, necessarily I'd, life no so i'd say it 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 basically takes suja so if you siphon something it's not like like you won't you won't destroy the mind it's not a mind plague so imagine a, a humanoid being affected by this it's not a mind plague yeah, their yeah. their mind will be the same their soul will still be the same but their body will just wither like like yeah. s- like they're like they're suffering famine even if they're eating a lot yeah yeah so and of course it will be a long process still i'm not saying i i don't think that it should be something like uh I can't remember where it's from, but basically where you see people having time magic and they just wither people away by like, I'll just turn you 3,000 years old. I mean, maybe maybe they learn to use magic, which essentially does that, like the mummy where they just siphons, you know, I don't know if you've seen the mummy where yeah, yeah, yeah. absorbs the flesh off their body. Yeah. Just like, just just puts out their hands and just people just wither away. Yeah. Maybe maybe there there is development in magic for them where they, they're like, I can't, I can't, you know, I'm I'm starving right now. I can't wait to have my blight aura do it for myself. I'm gonna channel my blight aura into my magic and actually force it on you. Um, and maybe maybe vampirism comes about where it's like you know a bit more of a of like literally taking uh, you know m- maybe maybe in this world suja. In terms of your body, obviously suja makes up everything that you are, but it's more dense maybe in the blood you know uh you know not not much more dense per like per like you know square centimeter of your body but like it's more dense in your blood and yeah. therefore that's why blood is more more suja dense and therefore it's better to siphon the blood than than anything else if you had to take something off someone someone's body for yeah their suja life force kind of thing 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, and I, I, I think maybe not necessarily at the conclusion of the Blight War, but definitely, I think not not far after. I think the event will cause them to really struggle and really f- try and find a way to help themselves. And I think I imagine they would have had a lot of casualties in the war. Uh, yeah. And so I imagine they would be like, we don't, we don't reproduce like everything else. How do we sustain ourselves? And not, and, and, you know, they, they, they've obviously developed ways to siphon life faster or, or they just fine tune the resurrection ritual that they ghoulified people with when they, when, when, when they can't siphon more from the ghouls and they kind of again start withering and they are, they might not be in a favorable position to go into spa territory again. So down the line, they might go like, but can't we just do this re- resurrection t- ritual, or or can't we just can't we improve it to re- be able to resurrect ourselves? And once they do that, resurrect the first one on themselves, like the, the 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 ball of or the chain of events, at least as I could speculate, could f- unfold would be this first entity that's been resurrected has been resurrected into immortality as a living thing, which means that one yeah. person now is a oh, infinite God. source. <laughs> of life for the others and of course whoever managed to cast this ritual of resurrection oh god would want to yeah. hey do that to me as well and then all of a sudden you have two people or two individuals who they basically decide which of the fallen battle gets to live because they go like no no you're banished you can't you can't be here just, just fuck off and and you can't no i think you're, I w- i'm gonna just interrupt I'm gonna, i think it would start with a darker turn unfortunately I think the first person would be resurrected and they'll go, oh my God, this is a infinite source of life. Yeah. We're going to chain you up in a cellar and you're never going to leave and you're just going to be this big feeding pool for us forever. Could be. And you're just going to be in, like, it's just like, oh my God, we didn't realize that. But what would stop this one person from then resurrecting more to just have a basement full of life source? Exactly. Well, I think eventually it would be... I, I, here's the thing they do have an end like i don't think i think it'd be like their their blight would become so strong like i imagine after like a hundred years their blight aura becomes so strong that i think like these are immortally living things but they still have a a cap to their sudra in terms of like you know maybe like they are still living things they can be quote-unquote killed again so i imagine these fallen bed lay would become so old and their blight aura would become so severe that they would just kill anything they instantly came across because of how intense and strong their blight aura would be yeah which would would eventually cause them to be like maybe we shouldn't maybe we maybe we should just resurrect ourselves after we're gone um but yeah, no, I, it would it would also be a very cultural change for them because now they are immortally living and they can they can reproduce with each other as well now. By the way, yeah, but yeah, no, I I think do we want to to specify any more of like the the events within the Blight War, like like certain tactics that they might have tried like like i said the whole thing of like dragging cattle back into their land and ripping up trees you know or or, or is it just straight up battles mm. 
battles is there any tactics to it is it just i want to settle so I think, here you won't let so i me. think the um, if we if we're gonna again take a, a, a history step back the spar in the past sun eras would have uh, ventured in fighting the um eras was it yes yeah yeah um, yes, they would have ventured in and fighting the Aorus a few times, and the Aorus being a more stout folk as they are, the the, the spas have learned when facing another opponent, at least norm historically, you might have to siege them. So you might have to surround them and just wait for them to tire a little bit out. And the 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 spas kind of use this to discover that their sieging technique, which they use for the Aorus doesn't work doesn't work the opposite effect happens sleep so they siege around someone and they themselves slowly wither and they go like they they kind of go from one war tactic that they've always used again the aras because it's been the most effective against them to basically have to invent guerrilla war warfare where you have they just have to fly in rush down slaughter a lot of them and fuck off again because it has to be so much faster so that they won't be affected or tired by the withering because they are already in, in a in a in a, a an ice cycle, so they are not at their strongest. And they realize that when not at their strongest, they don't have the 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 suja to to withstand the blight very much. So they they kind of have to reinvent a new kind of warfare. And when they discover like if we fight fast, we have better chances. So the whole war development revelation for the spas. It's also kind of possible to 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 twist in, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and I think as well. Uh, I, I'm also wondering whether the the bodies of the fallen Bedley would kind of like radiation, their blight would decay, but would not just immediately vanish. So, like, yep. yeah, wherever they would die, would would be quote unquote irradiated by this blight. Like, it, it'd be like. Yes, and maybe it would have a half-life, you know, maybe like if they were alive for 40 years, it would take 80 years for the blight to completely go away from yep. their bodies. Um, so, yeah, maybe maybe it's kind of like wherever they have fought these things is like, you know, no-go land. You don't go to you don't go to the slaughter site of the Bed Lake because, you know, nothing will grow there anymore. Um Maybe maybe that's part part of the reason why they maybe also develop a tactic to try and kill them solitarily, and also maybe just pile them all up in one place so that they, you know, just have loads of pockets of little, like you know, pockets of death everywhere. Maybe they they pile them up, you know, so that they. So you know. th- that's an interesting point as well. Um, I th- I was thinking that the spas would be smart enough to know that when you kill something in battle it will fester so i was thinking that there might be a bog or a something somewhere where they basically go like these are so special that we cannot have them close to our city so we will literally dump them in this crevice or where whatever location that they think it might be a good idea to dump them and that will turn into like a a festering bog which literally just has the worst infections and and everything like it it's just it's just a festering bog where you, well, I, you don't I, want to I'd go. imagine they what if they chuck them into canyons where yeah, nothing yeah. grows anyway like big rocky canyons where there's 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 not plants there anyway so 
it no, no, yeah, really yeah. affect them. Uh, but I also imagine, right, the suja would also, sorry, the spa would, they would also be used to killing things and siphoning the life force from them. But they're undead. So they would realize, oh God, killing these things doesn't give us anything. Like we don't get anything from killing these these creatures, yeah. which makes them even more scary for them. And I think that would also maybe feed into their, their folklore of like, Things that have no suja are just, they're useless and and we need to slaughter them. Um, may, and maybe this could develop uh, later on into a cultural thing of like spa hate undead. They just yep. hate them no matter what they what form they are. Unnatural. Maybe, yeah. I will say as well, and this obviously isn't relevant to this, but... Uh, the the bedlay that become back as immortal living things they would they would live forever and they would probably you know they'd be things that live longer than anything else on affluent core uh and so they would probably become obviously not immediately but they may become the next kind of wave of bedlay like people you know people who've have vast amounts of knowledge from living so long uh and maybe they would go up maybe they would go the opposite way maybe because they are immortally living and they know that in the past they've been very dangerous to the environment maybe they would be the complete opposite and be like i need to nurture life wherever i find it you know maybe they would grow these vast forests and and shit you know who knows also we mentioned that that obviously not all the bedlay arrived in the same place. And so I imagine these immortal bedlay would create like a, a job within their society, which would be like people who would go out into the world to find these long forgotten bedlay corpses that just never made it to their land. Yeah. They'd be like the, you know, the, the lost hunters or whatever. And they would go around trying to find any signs of, of stories or weird corpses that people can't explain or you know anything they would they would they would delve into any any bit of information any law that they could just to find long forgotten brethren essentially uh, yeah that would be that would become a job within their their culture uh would there be a return conflict from this because because now we just talked about them nomading would they only nomad to um the spa area because i think from the map it would actually be possible for them to maybe they venture would up. we did talk yeah. about maybe the aeras had like a passage through from the east to the west through that mountain range so maybe they would find like a few encampments and actually uh, there would be some some uh, um maybe there's a residual that's kind of what i'm getting to a residual of of the fallen bedelay who form a a second uh circle where they circle in a new location but they will never so so there's a big concentration of lingering blight in the prime location but because of the 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 famine that they experienced under the the the, the ice uh, ice age they kind of had to start venturing, and they didn't all venture one direction. They ventured a little bit more, or different places that they could find. And when some would have gone northeast, 
they would have found the new mountain range would have slightly less blight or way less blight and thus slightly more life. And they would go like, so now we just go here. And they would have started cycling up there and they would have not necessarily started ghouling in the same way, but ca- actually causing a, you know, an, an, uh, an, what do you call it, an offspring of the initial. So when the, when the initial uh, uh, group, they then move on to start having, um, what do you call it, uh, start being uh, the, the resurrected uh, version of the Fallen Battle A and actually becoming an, an actual society someone will go, wow, this is an ancient version of our civilization that just keeps lingering here. Maybe. I, 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 but I, you have to mention also they would have... Like, none of the none of the Fallen Bedelay initially can reproduce. So, in a weird way, there is a but that could expiration be, that date could then be for, their, a, um, for their society. That could then be a... Um, I'm just I'm, selves. That could then be a, um, you know, someone, someone bunkered down inside a cave and... Uh, prosperous miners and and all kinds of other things and and creatures of the dark would eventually linger into this big mine that this one final battle lay and it would literally yeah. just be the black hole of life sucking in so when <laughs> whatever went in there would literally just be killed and eventually someone has like imagine it grows to a point where it, it reaches beyond the mountain because of how much it kills and it actually becomes such a big problem that they have to ask the resurrected uh, version of the fallen Bedelays if if one of them can actually go in there, and it might be very challenging for them to do so, but they will end end up doing it to to clean up their ancestral mess. Because again, if they if they want to establish themselves as part of 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 future further down the line society, maybe they also have to like amend a little bit for what they what they were part of in the past or what what came from what they were in the past. So, but if uh, this this Bedelay secluded themselves so so uh, well that they accidentally uh, stumbled across something that they could also feed on that didn't quite it it sustained them, but they couldn't really move with it, and maybe they this kind of aura of quote unquote death or blight became such a, a burden on their, their their themselves that it caused them to just lose all uh all sense of self, all sense of purpose, all sense of feeling and maybe they grew a big maybe they became a void uh, of apathy. Yeah, maybe they become became a ghast or something. So like a a, a completely like uh completely no suja entity that that literally drains and and uh, suja uh, as as a as a, a life force well no they went underground and they found something that was hidden uh like like a a a, a, a tiny fragment of a forgotten being so like a, a second galning or no well an apathy he they would they would unknowingly discover apathy hmm the magic of nothingness. Okay, yeah, but yeah. Combined with their blight aura, it would be may more deadly. Yeah, um, that's funny. I, I like that. That would be a. <laughs> I'll, I'll, ri- I'll write it down as a potential conflict for a, a another topic. So I do like that one. Yeah, it'd be like a Moria situation, of just a, a, a completely abandoned, like catacomb place where everything that goes in there dies, and everything is 
pitch black because the blight aura has evolved into this absorbing nothingness it just absorbs like any energy it can come across light you know life force magic it just absorbs everything like a black hole yeah but not not actual like maybe maybe it does make a maybe it does absorb like rocks around it even just just destroys everything who knows but yeah that's a a, a nice little cool little tidbit at the end there yeah um well we'll end there uh we'll see you for episode 20 bye-bye bye-bye thank you for listening to the law of worlds podcast you can contact us at lawofworlds at gmail.com twitter at law of worlds reddit community law of worlds and a link to our discord on both twitter and reddit my name is connor my name is brian thank you for listening we hope you tune in next time goodbye